So here we are, gang. Four of us, four fit minds, um, four people obviously interested in physical health and mental health. Today we are talking about rest or whatever that may be. Three questions on rest. Kath, let's put these together. Over to you, Kath. Okay, so I'm just going to share today's rest PowerPoint with you all. Excellent looking okay. one as well. Yeah, I wanted to make this a nice, happy, happy looking PowerPoint. Oh, except I've gone to slide four first. So <laughs> <laughs> first error. Let's try again. There we go. And rest. Cool. So today we're going to be talking about rest uh, in our work, rest and play trilogy. So our first question, what do you do to invest in rest? So I'm just going to go from my top to bottom, which is, uh, well, not me, but Colin first. What do I do to invest in rest? rest. Um, I uh, take, well, try and take time out and um, go for long walks. Uh, so I have an app on, I use Strava, the app, to go for long walks. Um, when the gym's open, go to the gym. Um just kind of be out in, in, in nature really and, and just kind of take in you know the the quiet the noise the atmosphere the just people being around um so that makes me feel kind of you know um a bit more weary a bit more alive and also it makes me feel like you know there is a world outside these four walls yeah so that's that's me investing in, in my rest and I feel rejuvenated afterwards, so that's me. Nigel, what do you do to invest in rest? Um, yeah, so I, I, I value sleep as part of my rest, and so I tend to have a good sleep hygiene pattern, so I like to be in bed by before 10 o'clock. If there's something gone wrong, then I'm in bed by later than 10, but usually, you know, 10, I'm, I'm in bed fast asleep. And I don't have a problem then getting up at five, six o'clock in the morning. And um, so rest for me is quality sleep. Uh, I also use rest as probably exercise would be alongside that. So resting to help me sort of perform uh, and use exercise as a way of, I know it sounds daft, but it, it long-term it gives you more than it, it takes away. So it, it's almost, again, I don't really know how to explain that. But for me, having a day off would involve going to the gym. 100 percent yeah um as well as obviously food and and resting my digestion i fast um on occasion so i'm resting my gut sounds boring but it's what i do uh, and then spending time with my loved ones and my family is part of my sort of restorative rest period um so i've got snippets throughout the day where i really down tools and i'd spend time you know surrounding myself with claire and the kids um and you know yeah, that would definitely be a part of that. Mm. Jane, what do you do to invest in your rest? Well, it's pretty difficult, I mean, isn't it, more than normally? Um, but a, a lot like um, sort of like what Colin was saying and Nigel, you know, I, I try and, and sort of get that downtime to spend time. It's like this afternoon, uh, and I hope none of my work people hear this. I'm finishing a little bit earlier today so that me and Liv can, we haven't watched a film together for ages. And I've just got, um, I've changed my phone and I've got Disney Plus. So we're going to pick a film and we're just going to chill out. And that's just like our 
downtime, no emails, no spreadsheets, none of this paper I've got all over my floor. And, and, and that's it. Nor, in the norm, um, I would make sure that I could, you know, get away for a couple of weekends, do things like that with Liv, just away from, um, you know, sometimes it's been nice to not have the internet as well. It's, you know, not have the Wi-Fi. So, of course, my phone's not pinging. Um, but, yeah, so try and downtime with family, get out, go for a walk. Um, we're a bit restricted at the minute, so I'd like to get out on the bike, but today doesn't look very nice, so it's uh, perhaps not going to be the best day. But, yeah, so that's... Um, so for me, I invest in my rest a little bit like, like Nigel. I'll start with my sleep. Um, I really value my, my sleep because mm. I tend to get up early some days unless I'm really relaxed or if there's other people with me, I stay in bed a bit later. But generally, I wake up probably half three, four o'clock. Um, and so I like to be in bed early. I have a good routine, I have a bath. So I invest in that by having bath bombs and just all those simple things really that make that usual routine for me like really quite special um and and that's part of my day that I enjoy just as much as other parts so when I get up in the morning and go to the gym I enjoy that but sleep yeah. for me and having a good a good night's sleep is is, is something yeah. I really value um on normal days I don't rest an awful lot through the day but uh, my computer is also rest for me um because you know if I'm not working I do tend to sort of scroll Facebook and just that's the time when I rest my mind um, from work so um, I think for me it's sometimes the things around me that I use to help me to rest so whether that is music computer bath bombs whatever um, so for rest for me I have to invest in some tools to help me so yeah okay question two what stifles your ability to rest Jane guilty that I'm not doing anything <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's usually what does it, you know, um, especially if, if maybe if Liv's gone to a dad's and, and I'm at home on my own, I'm kind of, what, I'm I'm sat about watching telly, I should be up doing something. Um, so inevitably, it, it's usually guilt. Mm. The guilt. The guilt of not doing is what makes me mm. want to get up and do something, you know, even if yeah. it's 11 o'clock at night. I mean, normally, like Nigel, I'm in bed, we usually go up about 10 o'clock, but you know, the odd night when it gets to the weekend, if I've got a cupboard that wants sorting, it's it's not beyond the realms to sort of jump up because I've been sat down for a bit. I might decide to tip a cupboard out and sort it out at, late at night because I feel guilty for, yeah. for not which I need to work on that. <laughs> Nigel, what stifles your ability to rest? I think for me, it's just being sort of disciplined with what you set out in your intentions were to be defined as rest. So, um, you know, like I could easily sit down and watch another Netflix with Claire or something like that. But there's, there's times when I've said, no, come on, he's got to go to bed because I know I'm up early. So half, half past nine, nine o'clock, 10 o'clock or whatever it may be, because there's an early morning routine that I need to stick to it. And there's times when I haven't done that. So mm. that's going to impact on my rest. The next day I'm going to wake up a little bit more tired than I normally would do if I stayed up to half past 10 and then mm. Mm. So it's just being stru structured and disciplined with what you set out to be. And, you know, when I want to down, you know, screen time on my phone and down tools, then make sure I'm disciplined with that. Yeah. I, I can relate to obviously being sort of not guilty, but the, the sort of, what's the word, uncomfortable of not yeah. being on the go. That's mm. what it is for me. Yeah. So, you know, 
can I un can I rest? Can I chill out? Yeah, one hundred percent. But there's sometimes there's burning tasks, and that's there's no right or wrong answer mm. to this. It's just yeah. how you interpret it, how, yeah. how it affects you. So yeah, there's nothing wrong with getting on with your task at twelve o'clock at night if that's what you want to do. And and we've all been there. When I were at uni, I were doing assignments till twelve o'clock before they <laughs> yeah. before I needed to be handed in. But long term, that's obviously not what you want to be doing because it's just no. going to learn to burn out. Um, so yeah, it's just my discipline, I yeah. suppose. Colin, what stifles your ability to rest? I think it's when people send me TikTok videos, Facebook chat. <laughs> people send me stuff like that and i think oh i forgot to watch this and then you and 10 minutes later you kind of it links to another one and you think oh god there's a time gone so it's normally when people send me stuff or um if i'm sort of in the middle of something and i think oh i've got to get this done and i just end up kind of um, trying to get it done and probably end up taking the long route because I'm thinking oh, I just want to get it done, not thinking of the best way of getting it done. So it's normally, um, yeah, just things like uh, silly things, really. It's mainly silly things when people send me stuff. That's what stifles my rest. Yeah. And um, sometimes on the odd occasion, it's work. Yeah. So this question for me, same thing, just scrolling TikTok at, like, at night um, and Facebook and stuff like that. I think we all do that. But does it stifle my ability to rest? I would say no. I would, I'm a little bit like you, Jane. My, my, the things that stifle me are linked to emotions. Yeah. So it would be anxiety. Being a previous anxiety sufferer who would be up at night and nighttime anxiety for me was the worst because it was a time where things are quiet. So I'd got more time to think and build up anxiety in my mind. And that still stays with me a little bit. So um, so it, it's nowhere near like it used to be, but I still have those remnants of times where, you know, I'm trying to get to sleep or I'm trying to rest and shut off, but I've got feelings of worry I'm overthinking I'm going over and over things in my mind so if, if I've had a bad day and there's something at work that's happened or even somebody just saying one thing that could have kind of like given me a, a cause for concern I'll be playing it over and over and chewing it and and I guess once now once I'm aware that I'm doing that I can kind of make a conscious decision to shut that off um, but I think it is definitely for me linked to my own emotions in, in anxiety and worry um, more than TikTok videos. TikTok videos actually take that away. So sometimes they can be a good thing. Yeah. Um, and our final question in this one, how do you make, how do you create a balance between rest and activity? Um, and I'll put this to Nigel first. Um, I suppose sometimes some sometimes I've been on occasions to I've, I've been guilty of just being forcing rest when I'm actually exhausted from activity, whether that's from training or being on the go all the time. And then it's rest is forced upon me because I'm I'm thinking, well, now's the time actually I need a bit of rest. Not that I'm fatigued, but just a little bit exhausted in terms of short term. Um, so sometimes that balance is forced upon me. And then there's I'm more aware of it now how I structure my training, I structure exercise, I structure sort of periods of work with downtime. Um, so I create that balance now being probably more aware, being more disciplined and being more, uh, just executing it, being, mm. being consistent 
with discipline and executing and, and sort of just having my finger on the pulse a little bit more. But yeah, yeah, I personally see it a lot with a lot of people, a lot of my clients, a lot of people I see and interact with who just don't have a clue and they're just all over the shop and there's no discipline, there's no awareness. And that's the biggest thing I suppose with this is if you want to avoid burnout, corporate burnout, professional burnout, or just burnout on whatever level you operate, then, you know, you need to have an awareness that is, you know, is balanced. Yeah. And I guess before I put this question to somebody else, just you, you just made me think of something about that balance thing where we are quite lucky us for because we're all quite active people who enjoy going to the gym and being active, yeah. but actually throw to other people into this questioning who live, live quite a sed- sedentary yeah. Not yeah. a sedimentary rock, a sedentary <laughs> lifestyle. Yeah, the who, yeah. yeah. Who come home from work and you know watch TV and don't really sort of have a lot of hobbies or uh, you know physical activity uh, stuff going on. I guess this question you know could kind of flip the other way a little bit more. Yeah. Um, so I think it's just worth recognising that we are all quite similar in that way. Um, yeah. I would I would also say to that as well that there are people that I know of that medicate their I believe they're medicating their um, their balance with too much exercise, and yeah. it, it goes the opposite way. Yeah, yeah. So that same question to Colin: How do you create a balance between rest and activity? It's a little bit like Nigel said. It's just about well, structuring your day really, and um, having a cut-off point when you're going to have a break, when you're going to have. Um, when you're going to finish your work, when you're going to go and exercise. And uh, so that's basically just having a structure of um, how you're going to um, manage your day or manage your week. Uh, you may want to sort of um, front load your week with work. And then as it gets to, say, the midweek to the end of the week, you can just relax. Mm. And then you, can, you just totally um, switch off. So it just different ways, really. Uh, I would load my week with work and then towards the end of the week, just uh, relax or just kind of have a structured day where, you know, I have breaks here and uh, go to the gym here or exercise or go for a walk or go for a bike ride and then uh, relax. Yeah. Yeah. Good. So, Jane, how do you create balance between your rest um, and activity? Okay, so... Work-wise, very much what Colin just said there resonated with me. I sort of like put on the starting blocks, fly like crazy for the seat of my pants first to just get as much in just in case there's some anomaly or something along the line that throws a curveball comes Thursday afternoon and then it it means that I can do that. Because in the past, I would have taken that over into the weekend and that's when I said it was all work and there was no sort of cut off. Um, it would just keep going till it ended and, and there was no sort of rest. Since having live, I do make a conscious effort to make sure I have that sort of balance and that rest come the weekend. Um, and, you know, a lot of the time I tend to, you know, as, as you know, Liv's got autism. So sometimes I kind of have to take Liv's lead a little bit sometimes. Mm. Um you know, some some weekends she'll want to do activities. I mean, obviously, again, we're in lockdown, it, but normally she'll want to do stuff. But then sometimes um, she'll she'll not want to go out of her room, and she'll um, and I've I've learned that 
surprising her out of there and getting her to do stuff is probably not the best thing, which is when she's sort of getting her rest activity balance. Mm. So I suppose now mine more mirrors around what she does. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'll take this final question then. So I think for me, I'm, I guess this is where I tap into like my earth mother type persona because I just listen to my body. I kind of, when I know that I'm feeling like I've got some energy to get up and do stuff, I, I get up and do it. And then when I'm feeling more tired, I take the opportunity to just have a bit of downtime. So I guess some, sometimes for me, that's not really a conscious thing. I just create that balance because my body goes and ebbs and flows between the two. So I just, when I'm feeling like I want to go out and dig my garden, I go out and dig my garden. When I'm feeling like I want to come in and just kind of have a coffee and just chill for a bit, that's what I'll do. So I think for me, it's just more intuitive rather than planning and structuring, which I'd love to be able to, I do do some, some parts of the week, but generally I just kind of go with, with what I'm feeling and just embrace it. Mm -hmm. Okay, so that's the end of our rest questions for today. And now I think the fun one coming up next is for Nigel, who's going to take yeah. play. Brilliant. <laughs> So nice. thank you very much for today and see you next time. See you, see you later. Bye.